0: This is Beyond the Matrix, Introduction to the Real, Season 2, Chapter 3. In this episode, we will be talking about the particular manifestation of the real in the objects of consciousness in the tiers to produce the telescopic effect. We know that each person's objects of consciousness are arranged in such a fashion as to produce the telescopic effect. This means that in the local, the objects symbolically represent real objects in the particular. This constellation of objects in the local mirrors the constellation in the general. But it mirrors it without equating spatial dimension to spatial dimension. It is in the manner by which we relate to the objects in the local that is reflected in the way the global actor relates in the general. So there is some intrinsic commonality, a structure, which links the orientation of each actor to their objects. But here we are talking about language more than anything for the way we relate to our objects, is about the language we use to describe them. Which is to say that the physical-spatial orientation of those objects to each other in our conscious perception becomes a residue of the former. In effect, we are talking about two leaps, from the forms of the system, to the perceptual orientation of our consciousness, to the global actor's relation to their objects. But nevertheless, there must be some reality to the organization of those structures. There must be some genuine linking between the translated states. Some mirroring. And this mirroring is optimized according to the linking of decision-making between the individual social actors. In a way, we can say that it is the common structure which generates the mirroring within the general and local which is the real. Because only the real can organize the substance of form, to optimize outcomes in the global. But all of this being said, we can say that actors in the global, their lives impact the whole system from the top down, thus so long as there is no reversal of the telescopic effect, we can say that the fully manifested narratives of the top, in their particularity reflect the greatest influence of the will of the source. For the source is not concerned with the particularities of a thing as much as it is concerned with its direction. This is not to say that if you impact the global and the local, you are doing the will of the source. But it is more accurate to say that the source bends the course of all things to its will. Hence even if you impact the local through direct action, all things accrue to the benefit of the ends of the source. This must be contrasted with a reversal of the telescopic effect, where the will of the source is made manifest directly in the local through the incursion of higher-order narratives. Now there are many who ascribe to the all in all the divinity of the source itself. I think one must be careful equating humanity's reflection of the divine with the divine itself. The source has an independent will, which is segregated in some fashion from the will of man. Even if we can see that the within is also the without, we must be mindful that we are mere reflection of the divine, as a lower dimensional object reflects a higher. We can see this by the reality that the Divine is distinct in substance, and has an operating mind which is independent from us. To believe otherwise is to equate oneself with the Source, or to equate humanity with the Source, which is patently wrong. This leaves one with the impression that the will of the Source is managed through the organization of a series of distinct transmutations. From the physical orientation of form, to representation within the consciousness of the local actor, to the representation of form in the mind of the global actor, to the physical representation of form within the global, or vice versa, depending upon which direction the will of the source is acting. In effect, the particular forms of reality are in their very organization designed to optimize computation of decision-making according to the tiered structure of reality. In effect, the will of the source defies the terms of dimension. For the interrelations within the language of the actor are transmuted to spatial orientation and vice versa. This tells us about the integration of the mind with the structure of reality. It tells us about how fully the source is ingrained in the organization of form. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.